Hello, hello. Hello, Tan. Hello, Finally. Apologies. Hope you weren't listening to that ghastly music for too long. I was, but I was listening to New Girl, like watching New Girl at the same time. So that is a very good way of doing it. Mm. You're taking off to Jamie. It's not good. Dude, I'm no way near 20 minutes late. I mean, you were nearly, like, you were a good 13 minutes late. 13? That's a lie. Sorry, 12. 12. No, that was because of the link. In reality, mm-hmm. I was only five. Mm-hmm. No way near Jamie level. I don't okay. stand for it. Highlight <laughs> <laughs> like, in another three weeks, you'll be at Jamie level. Soon it'll just be me doing the podcast. Oh my goodness, could you imagine? I'll be like, yeah, I'll be there in an yeah. hour. <laughs> then I'll just have to find something. To, it'll be a long monologue. Oh my goodness. Yeah, could you imagine Jamie's podcast if you were the only host? You'd have just been talking be at the microphone for like an hour. Yeah, also, like, he has more respect for you than he has for me. Although he did message me asking about supo work turns out i just forgot that i just did i just did a full-on essay when we just weren't supposed to do that so we'll just have to do more supo work oh sab that's awful it's my own fault like i should have remembered what we're doing so he's not completely useless because he remembered what we had to do and i just didn't i mean in that case yeah jamie does have his perks i guess but thankfully he does but he also was very smug he is very smug. That is very true. At least this week's guest is beautiful and nice and will hopefully be on time. Oh, she will, yeah. She said she will She will be back in a few minutes. So um, maybe we can do the reverse. Of, so last time there was a horrifically long intro from the two of us, but maybe this time Francesca... be so much better mm-hmm. you won't have to yeah, better than us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and she's the, the opposite person to jamie i'd say yeah i'd I'd say she's pretty pretty different mm. but that is that is okay because we like variety in our lives we do and fun facts jamie keeps on several times has met francesca and also forgotten that he's met her before every time yeah, a good few times, yeah. Oh my lord, that boy. Lucky escape for you not college marrying him. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and where's uh, this um... Although I don't think he's forgiven me for that yet. I kind of feel I thought... I thought he was supposed to join you and Jake and then he college married someone else. He did, yeah. So basically, he got bored waiting for us to propose. So he decided he would take matters into his own hands and college marry someone else. You're kidding. What, how, like, what was the gap? Like, how long? I did... mean, it was, it was... <laughs> so we were meant to propose to him at Purim party, but then Jake was too into his DJing and, like, we just lost track of time and completely forgot. And then we we kind of kept speaking about it and I said to Jake look we're gonna have to propose soon um and then it got to the point where like there wasn't a right moment to do it and it was all a bit awkward and then Jake turned around to me and he was like what if we just propose to him at marriage formal instead and like make that the perfect moment 
And I was like, we could propose to him at like the drinks beforehand, like at the little like Prosecco, whatever thing it was. Mm. Um, and so like we all we both agreed that this was a great idea. We told Jamie that we were going to propose to him, and like we said to him, oh, you know, like it'll be really, really, really soon. Like, don't worry about it. Just like don't marry anyone else. And then um, we turned around to him. We were like, okay, so please like don't like don't marry anyone else don't bring anyone to marriage formal and he was like if you guys are going to propose to me at marriage formal I don't want to marry you anyway like I'm not doing it and I was like oh come on Jamie like don't be ridiculous he was like no I refuse to turn up to marriage formal by myself and I was like oh Jamie so he found someone else to marry instead so he could have a date to marriage formal I had no idea all this happened yeah I know but could you imagine if like Jake and I had got drunk and just proposed to each other like yes it might be a very different story yes those poor kids could have had a very different life I know could you imagine Mm. could have Jamie as a dad some unfortunate freshers still have Jamie as a dad (laughs) oof oof and on that note, should we? Listening... Jamie, there's no way Jamie's listening. Um, should we? I'll send Francesca <laughs> a link, and she can join us. Yeah, beautiful. How was your day? It's not been too bad, to be honest. I've been working, and have you seen Jake's Instagram? No, I don't follow him. Oh my lord, you need to follow him like straight away. It's insane. He's got this um he's got this plant identification assignment for geography. Um, but it's like American plants that he knows nothing Hi. about. Hi. Oh. Hi Francesca, you're very punctual. Sorry. You're very punctual, I'm impressed. Well, I didn't want to keep you waiting. Um, like certain so- people. Yes, like certain people that I've heard about from host <laughs> Savannah Lee. <laughs> I told her what Jamie did and implied was do exactly the opposite of what Jamie did and then you'll have a very successful podcast tenure Yes, I didn't want my podcast episode to be cursed. So, Well, so far, my darling, you're nailing it. Oh, thanks. So are you. Aww, (laughs) ever so kind. (laughs) Compliments are the way forward to do well and be invited back. There we go. There we go. <laughs> That's assuming Francesca would want to come back. Oh, I do. I feel like I'm a, I'm a bit nervous. So, you know, the more practice I get, oh, the more... <laughs> I think you're natural. You're yeah. very, you have a very easy voice to listen to, which is good for a oh, podcast. thanks, Savannah. Savannah always says such nice things about my voice. I think you're the, you've noticed the most things about my voice of anyone I've ever met. it's because i give really weird compliments (laughs) yesterday savannah went she said to me you're a little bit wet just a little and i was like well i was saying i can't remember i was saying something was wet wasn't i and then like a person was yeah in a bad way and i was like well you're a little bit yeah (laughs) <laughs> oh. Ow. But you know, but you 
Oh, in a good yeah, way. It was in a good way. Unpack it, really. What do you mean? Do you just mean like I'm a bit sappy? Yeah, but in a good way. Like if you weren't a bit wet, if you were completely dry, then you'd have no empathy. Yeah. You'd have no sort of like zing <laughs> to your personality. <laughs> but you do. Therefore, it's good to be moist. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm moist. Do you know what? No, what? Put that on the quote box, oh. please. Tan, I'm already on it. I've opened my notes and I'm, I'm already doing it. I was going to say, you cannot say something like, it's good to be moist and get away with it. That is appalling. It's moist. <laughs> if, everyone, if that's the one thing everyone learns from this episode, then so be it. It's good to be moist. Well, in personality, of course. Yes. Not generally. Sure. You don't want to be <laughs> generally. No. I guess you do if you want to run. If you want to run, keep your homeostatic body temperature. Am I right? I mean, very true. Especially on very warm days. Mm. Can be very uncomfortable. I was, and I was expecting a big chorus of yes, you are, but like, oh my god, was there? Mm. <laughs> oh dear. Before you fixate too much on the it's good to be moist quote, um, just recall Tan's quote, which is the other quote on the on the note, which is, "That's the only reason to have a man, spite." <laughs> hey, do you know what? That is a motto to live by. There you go. That's great. That's like straight from an Oscar Wilde play. It's just strong, independent womanhood. We love that's that. just not where. That's not how. How did the quote come up? We were talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think. Oh, I know. I remember how. I remember how it was. Um, we're talking about my room situation next to Minnie. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, who was it? Uh, you said it was that. You, no, no, no. It was you. No, it was you. You said you were just gonna get a boyfriend just to like show Minnie what it's like <laughs> to spite her for all the years she's kept you awake. Yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason. But about Oscar Wilde, I was watching the end of The Importance of Being oh, Ernest. Did you enjoy it? And I I love it. That's what my play when I write my play, it's gonna be a mixture of importance of being earnest and like one of those um like door Frasier episodes where like like mistaken identity kind of comical thing i do like those good is this a legitimate play that you're going to write when you retire or like one of your savannah get the confidence to act out when you're a bit bored kind of play um it's a midway play so i'm going to write it after my exams and then i'm going to try with francesca as the producer get it put on in some play place in cambridge theater that's the word I love that. Yeah. 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 For sure. But I will, of course, do a confidant play as well. Fabulous. I'm glad to hear because, you know, I'm not laying you away with not giving us a confidant play. <laughs> <laughs> Be my private endeavour, of course. Good. Love it. <laughs> so, so, Francesca. Yes. As promised, in this podcast, we go through your... Um, Ideal day in isolation. 
Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, so, okay. Um, well, today is not, I've, I've had an unusual day in isolation because today I've been rearranging my bookshelves. So I thought I'd put that out there because I very much enjoyed it, but I wouldn't want to do it every day. Why was why did you enjoy it? What was the highlight? Um, well, it's good to feel organized. <laughs> feel Amazing. organized. Um, it also allowed me to get rid of lots of superfluous books that I no longer wanted, which is always good. Good to get rid of clutter. Um, and it was just nice to look at all my books and sort of remember the memories I'd had associated with them. And um also now it looks very cool because I, I the reason I did it was I read this article from Penguin um, by a professional bookshelf organiser and he like curates people's wow. like famous people's bookshelves um, like he did Gwyneth Paltrow's bookshelves um, oh my could you imagine if that was your I life? know like it genuinely <laughs> is my dream job maybe I should just do that that's do it yeah but I feel like he's the kind yeah. of he's, he's the market for it and you know maybe there only needs to be one in the world but maybe I should have many more bookshelves than bookshelf arrangers yeah true you know and if you've got a different arranging style that's mm, you could be the competitor well that's the thing is he sort of matches it to the personality of the of the person and what they require so like for this one woman she was um she wanted to appear like she'd read all these books but she actually hadn't so he went to like <laughs> handbook shops and bought loads of secondhand books so it looked like they'd been read but they actually hadn't been read oh, by God. her um oh, made me laugh but anyway he also some of his basic tips are like put books on their side instead of you know as a normal i don't know how you call it on the end um, and also turn some books. I know some like, like bookshelves do this, but I never thought of doing it. Like turn the books to face yeah. front if you have a particularly nice cover on a book. Oh, yeah. So, sorry, that's not very interesting, but I'm very proud. Have you made your room look like heifers? Yes, I would say it looks like <laughs> a heifers. In the I love that. I Is it a heifer or a cow? This. Yes. Also yes, a bookshop in Cambridge. Oh. oh. Have you not been? It's oh. like um it's opposite John's. I swear you went, because we went after Jesus May Ball. Not like after after, but like the day or two days after Jesus May Ball. And Katie and Isha and I wanna say Dan went there. And then I was talking to someone outside the crep van and then I met you there later. Were you not there, Savannah? Which bookshop? Is this the bookshop by Kings? Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, kind of like down towards, if you're walking to Sainsbury's from Mem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that's <laughs> what it was called. But I now think if, this is, if we're talking about the same situation, that was the time, it's quite funny, I was walking around and I could hear some music and then there were a few songs, and I was like, oh, like, this is really good music taste. I think kind of music taste. Um, and I was surprised, yeah. because, like, obviously my music taste is a bit weird. But granted, this was, like, like naughty's music, so not, like, really weird. They could be playing this. Okay. 
but yeah no, it yeah. turns out it was just like playing out loud I just didn't notice for, like several songs it was from my own phone <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah Aww. I think someone else wants like, to me this person has such good music taste <laughs> <laughs> incredible Aww. But, um, yeah which which books um have a nice front cover like which ones were worthy of being rotated around um i've got um spring by ali smith which is one of her brexit novels and all of the all of her brexit novels have a david hockney painting on the front so i've got david hockney oh, that's, that's nice cool. um a poetry collection um the name of the rose by echo which is a it's an Italian novel and it's got some rose thorns on the front. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would recommend them all. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Does sound really nice. Yes, I'm pleased. I feel I feel uncluttered in my mind. Tidy, tidy mind. <laughs> so would you class this as pretty close to ideal then? Yeah, this is, yeah, in the sense that, you know, I, I had a goal, I achieved my goal, um, and it was a practical thing, it involved moving around, and it involved books, <laughs> all, all good things, yeah. That, that's just what sums you up. <laughs> <laughs> Involving books. <laughs> all good things. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Tom gives a different kind of compliment. <laughs> Compliments. Of course. There you go. All for the best. Do you guys get to talk about your ideal day in isolation? We actually haven't, have we, Sab? No, maybe we should do, we can do like a special edition where someone else interviews us. That would be good. Hmm, we'll have to pick our interviewer wisely because if we pick someone like Dan, I feel like he'd spend the entire time just like absolutely savaging us. Yeah, he does. Well, that, that could be good. Could be quality. Oh, I mean, I imagine it would. Dan, you <laughs> know, asking questions as well. Like in conversation, he asks quite a lot of questions compared to most people, I would say. Mm. That might be because he just doesn't like answering so questions. Reflection, <laughs> because we never know what's going on in that boy's life. True. Yeah, I mean, we didn't know about Minnie for like ages. Oh my ages. god! That, oh. that was, a was a weird time. Nearly broke them up. Oh yeah! Accidentally. <laughs> You were accidentally a snake. I can't believe that. Yeah, you know, also, and this goes back to last week's episode, I think. All sorts of stuff can happen on a squash court. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> there you go. We went on a, Tan and I last um, episode went on a, like a about squash dates and how, how they're possible and why they're beneficial. Squash dates? Oh, as in actually... dates to to play squash yeah and as a yeah. fellow squash player Francesca yes <laughs> right up your alley <laughs> do you love yes on a squash date but that's how you kind of got to know um 
Ethan. Kind of true. That was a very tangential squash date in that I started playing squash with his best friend first. Um, yeah. Good times. Good times. So squash can be romantic. It can be. Glad to hear it. Is um because Savannah and I have always believed that, but there are a few people who have tried to prove us wrong. Mm-hmm. The haters, the denigrating the the romanticism of squash. Savages. Savages have done that. <laughs> well, not worth listening to, Francesca. But to be fair, as Savannah and I have moaned many a time, there aren't, you know, squash boys are not ideal. No. Oof. They are not, more or less, the ones. Just, just, I mean, even if they were ideal, we don't see much of them because there are never any socials, so. That's really sad. The best sports, I think, are the ones with the best social lives. <laughs> yeah. So who cares about the sport? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's all about the social. <laughs> That's why your corporal team would appreciate that. See, I, I'm not, you know, social sec for nothing. Are you social sec? My whole Are you social sec? I am social sec. Aww. I know. So there you go. Social life is very important, guys. It is. That's true. <laughs> wise, wise words. <laughs> You're not wrong there. <laughs> so, would you say that fives is better than squash because of the socials, or yes, no. yes? Have you ever oh, tried right. fives, Francesca? Because I feel like you'd be very good. I at did it. fives one time right at the beginning of first year, um, but it was oh. it wasn't Savannah's fives; it was Eaton fives. Um, it was slightly oh. different, but yeah, it was uh, fun. I just I stopped going because um because I think one of their trainings was on the same day as something else and yeah couldn't fit no, it that's in. Fair it all gets very busy, doesn't it? It does. It does. Even in isolation, I I feel the same amount of busy as I did at Cambridge. Act- really? No. Well, I think because a lot of my stuff yeah. is carried on because I still have like teaching for English and then I, I like I'm doing a play this term, but a radio version and like poetry group is still going. And, yeah. Well, and just about like, the play. This is exciting. Sorry. Sorry. The play. What's the play about? Oh, well, the play is an Oscar Wilde play called. Oh, wow. Important. Oh. Is it? Um, and it's great. I just read it the other day, and it's about a woman who is actually very important. Um, yes. And yeah, it's about sort of I don't know what it's really about feminism and morality. Um, and it's very funny. Sounds pretty. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, tune in on 20th of June, I want to say. It's not for a while. No, that's chill. Give you lots of time to practice and get all the 
all the lines. No, I'm stuff. not I'm just doing it. I'm just doing sound design. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's chill. Yeah. That's chill. Are there any exciting sounds in it? Probably the most exciting one is a slap. So Ooh, oh, I'm going to have to slap someone or, or just find a slap sound online, which I will probably do. <laughs> yeah, just slap someone. Just slap someone. Just do it. Yeah. I, I just love the image of you sat in a booth somewhere, just like slapping <laughs> someone on cue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. i just go over that again a couple of times. Enjoying <laughs> <laughs> taking my rage at the patriarchy, bureaucracy and capitalism on this right. poor person. No, I'm sure. I'm sure we will find a way of making the slap without injuring anyone. <laughs> Glad to know. Glad to yeah. know. Yeah. You could got... injure yourself. Self-sacrificing slap. Yeah, well, that's what the other sound designer, because there's two of us working on it, um, she was like, yeah, I'll probably just slap myself. And I was like, okay, Ella, you you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Francesca. Yeah. We know that you're going to organise some bookshelves on your ideal day. But what about food? What are you going to eat? Oh, that is a great question. Um, very important question. Very important question. Mm. So, food is life. Food is life. Food is love. <laughs> uh, food is buttery dinner. Oh, oh I want buttery. <laughs> Moment of silence for buttery. Continue. <laughs> okay, on my on my ideal day, my ideal day would probably be a Sunday because on Sundays we go for a walk early in the morning and then we come back at like 10.30ish and have a massive brunch. And then, so we sort of have two meals in that day because we just have a really big brunch and then sort of hang on till dinner. Um, that sounds amazing. Yeah, oh, so yummy. a brunch of probably eggs last, in fact, Oh yeah, Sunday was yesterday. Yesterday, um, my brother made um, like a Spanish omelette, which is like omelette but with potato and onion in it. So it's like a really dense omelette. Um, Pembroke does that. Pembroke brunch. Do they? Oh my god, we should go to Pembroke brunch. I've been. It's a bit overhyped. But they have Spanish omelette. Really? Yeah, but they didn't have like. They didn't have the basic stuff so much. Like, they didn't have like all the random stuff Buttery has, like beans and stuff. That is disappointing. The highlight of lunch mm. for me is hash browns. So oh, yeah, like I'm really missing the Girton hash browns. But apparently, my brother says he's going to make hash browns next Sunday. So his oh. word, Joel. He sounds fabulous. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is this um, Joseph? This is the lovely Joseph, who is not loving isolation with his family. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> is he older or younger? He's younger. He's nearly 18. Oh, wow. Fair play. Yeah. It's a bit of a weird time for all the nearly 18-year-olds out there who are, you know, yeah. maybe going to uni, but maybe not. Yeah, mm. I don't know how they're figuring that is a really weird one yeah because if you know if first term isn't 
like if we're not going to be allowed to back to uni for first term then like mm. it's a bit sad for them to be starting uni not at uni <laughs> yeah. yeah missing freshers week would be a major down downer yeah it would yeah yeah how were your guys's freshers weeks <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I keep forgetting we're not actually at the same college. <laughs> yeah, like it, Claire. Um, I'd say it's pretty chill. Like, we don't have as much structured family stuff as other colleges seem to. Um, so we generally just like meet up for a college family mm -hmm. meal, um, in the evening, and then we go straight from there to our bop. So we basically take our kids to our bop, which is really cute. Um, and then most people end up in spoons, and it's all a bit fun um but they will always tend to have um matriculation the day after bop and yeah, in the past there you like face painting things and like <laughs> neon things and people just turn up to matriculation like really disheveled with like neon paint still on them <laughs> and it's so oh, good so funny um, it was i just remember i don't know if you did this time i'm guessing you you did just in spoons like being crushed on the first night awkward kind of standing there what i make it into spoons oh you oh, missed out on nothing oh good <laughs> nothing. it, it was, was really sad because um, oh. gwen and annabelle said that they were going to go and get coats and then come back for me in cellars but they couldn't find me when they came back so they left without me and then i had to get um the like welfare rep from like vet med who was like a third year at the time and like he had to walk me two spoons and show me where it was but the queue was so long by the time I got there that like there was no chance I was getting in so I was like I'm just gonna go home oh Tom pressure Tom I know <laughs> I know <laughs> tragic absolutely tragic but it's okay because I woke up the next morning and I was like fresh from matriculation so oh, pros and fresh cons. and beautiful <laughs> <laughs> And you continue that trend to always be very honest. <laughs> You're very apart very, from very apart very from when I accidentally wake you up and like <laughs> I knock on your door ten thirty in the morning, <laughs> waking up and I'm like, no, ten thirty is very generous. And like midday, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> that was only like either at the weekend or you catch me at my like mid morning nap between lectures. <laughs> That's so funny because I was just listening to KV's episode in which you also talked about waking Tarn up from naps. <laughs> it's, it's just like a passion I have. Yeah, it's just like a deep root. Must destroy naps. <laughs> <laughs> naps are just a very puzzling concept to me and I've only oh, ever really done it like them. twice. Okay, of all the things to be bad at, it's not the worst no, thing. No, but sometimes I'm How? so tired and I still can't, like, I really need a nap to get me through the day, you know, and I just can't nap. That's so sad. I know. It's got to be, like, eight hours sleep or, or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I actually recently read a, a little, like, article online about sleeping from this dude that I, I just randomly came across it. I don't know why, but, like... I haven't been sleeping very well the past few weeks. Um, yeah. So I was just Googling advice. And this guy has fully like trained his subconscious into falling asleep quickly. So like he can literally fall asleep. He said his record was a quarter of a second. Oh my God. What? 
and I'm like how like he basically has just like trained himself to be like the most efficient napper ever by just having loads of naps and just forcing his brain to sleep for like a really specific period of time so like his brain basically has just learned that like either he gets sleep within that period of time or he doesn't sleep at all and it's like oh my lord that's insane that's talent I'd love to have Mm. but I've been trying it and I'm just knackered I can't get (laughs) up but of trying (laughs) (laughs) I'm making myself more tired (laughs) sorry No, sorry. no, please, you're the guest. Oh, okay, well, I was just going to mention my best friend Ethan again. Because um, one of Ethan's weird talents was that he was really good at falling asleep. Um, I say was, he's still alive, is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love how you pointed that out. <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to negate his existence just because he's only my best friend now. <laughs> anyway, he had, his method was like, he'd, it was it was really deep as well it was kind of like meditation he'd like lie on his left side and sort of I think he'd like have a think through his day and like kind of like deal with that in his head or whatever and then he'd lie on his right side um and sort of just let thoughts drift into his mind and sort of process them but then let them drift away again and then when he turned onto his back I think or something he'd just sleep and it was like five minutes on each side, and then he'd just sleep like magic. That's wow. That was very kind by himself, and I was just like, "Wow." Did did he have to do this like every night? Like, did you witness this? No, <laughs> no, he didn't. I think I think he'd kind of stopped doing it actually by the time we got together. But um, no, <laughs> no, he didn't. Um. I can imagine if, like, that's not been explained to you, all of a sudden he's like, (laughs) (laughs) no, no, I wasn't treated to that site, unfortunately. Well, that is okay. (laughs) I think that's secretly why you broke up with him. Why? Because I was so jealous of his power to... No, you just were sad that he didn't let you into his secret realm of ability to nap. Yeah. Yeah, it is a sad thing. Well, his best friend's status is still very like, important yep. to you. <laughs> <laughs> Super important. Let this be a romance lesson to all. <laughs> let people see your weird sleep habits. <laughs> <laughs> This is turning into a very educational episode. Yeah, we should dumb it down a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Give the the listeners what they want. No, let's dumb it down, dumb it down. Okay, what do you think about... So, um, um, I I was reading about the actors in Normal People and the person that plays Marianne isn't actually Irish. So what do you think about people playing people that aren't from that place even though there are probably many actors which are okay to play it that is a good question um i not say that's dumbing it down Savannah. yeah no that's really not <laughs> dumbing it down <laughs> i'm sorry i just have such an intellectual mind Indeed. what can i say um i think her mum is actually northern irish so she has a very slight connection to 
the Republic of Ireland. <laughs> so, no, yeah, I don't know. Enough. Um, I think I don't think. Harsh. Sorry. This is a very harsh question. Well, oh. I haven't had time to think about it yet. You're putting her well, on. It's a high-pressure podcast, Francesca. I'm sorry. You should have sent me the question beforehand if you wanted me to prepare an essay on it. Um, <laughs> I is not for intense. <laughs> I think. Oh, that's the title of this podcast. Then I is for intense. That's actually, Love really it. good. Thank you. Yeah, that would be the title. Beautiful. I think um, it's fine. <laughs> well, in, that, in that case, I definitely think it's fine because she was great. Um, she was. Still is. Was and is fabulous. Um, in other cases, I don't know. I'd do it on a case by case thing. Very sensible, Francesca. <laughs> what do you think, Tan? Um, well, having had more time to think about it than Francesca had, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that um, in the case of environmentalism, getting people to fly over from specific places just to film a film when you could have people from that region filming it, it where they are, then that's not great because the carbon emissions from flights flying people all over the place is not good. <laughs> um, and also if you're doing a film, but then again, like if you're, if you're playing a film or if you're filming a film in like Africa, then it would be good to support local actors and things like from that place rather than mm-hmm. dipping in people from the Western world, you know, yeah. to play those people that, that wouldn't be good. So I, points. Thank you. I didn't articulate them very well. No, you well, did. Though. No, you did. <laughs> mm. I think people will still be flying over as a proportion of the actors which are flying over to do, say, an English actor going to America to play an American's role. That proportion of people that are doing that relative to the number of people that go to America is so so insignificant that I don't know how true. important that is. But every little town is if everybody this had that mindset, true. then, you know. Yeah. I think after no, I lots think... Of seeing the effect that not travelling has had on our lives, i.e. very little, really, if you think about it, I think mm. people should take this as an example as to how we can actually reduce our flying and carbon emissions and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I hope so. Mm. Mm. I think it would be good to get something out of this. Yes. Other than a fabulous podcast and listening to Francesca. Aww. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> this, this has been a very deep podcast, well, actually. It has. None of that shallow. And it's not even over yet. I know. It's not. There's still time. Do we want to continue down this quite perceptive path or should we shallow it up? Don't mind. Why don't we let Francesca finish her ideal day and then we can deep dive yes. into any Yes, please do. So what do you do for dinner? Like what do you do after dinner? Um for dinner I would have a meal. <laughs> wow. 
um but i've i've been cooking one meal a week and so is joseph so depends on the day whether me or my mother or joseph has cooked it um my ideal dinner would probably be something like something comforting like lasagna or like mac and cheese i love yeah fabulous and then probably before dinner i'll have like been for a walk or a run or something and after dinner hang out with my family watch some tv with them we've been playing poker oh wow yeah it's quite difficult like i kind of thought it was just a card game you know but it's you need some strategy, which I don't have a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> sure, so you do. Like Cambridge and completely obliterating the local poker <laughs> rings. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if there's a poker sock. I mean, there probably is. I there's a club yeah. poker one, so there must oh, be. Oh, I should join one. it. We should all join it. <laughs> yes. With my vast I'll knowledge of poker. With my... <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. And I need to teach you yes. backgammon. We'll have a lovely exchange oh, of be knowledge. Good. Uh, that sounds beautiful. Yeah, and then after I've hung out with my family a bit, probably try and do some writing. I've been trying to write every day. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. What kind of thing? Writing? Um, well, I was trying to write a novel so that I've got my lockdown novel because, you know, when will I have time to write a novel except for now? But then I got distracted by then. writing a short story. I've nearly finished that. <laughs> so then I'll be back to the novel, but also poetry. Kind of. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, did you have a poem for us? Oh, well, oh, <laughs> actually, I do. <laughs> I've got it right here. Shall oh, I read? It's very read. short. So, <laughs> there you go. short and sweet. Short and sweet. Um, I shall, shall I go? Yeah, okay. please. This poem doesn't have a title. I am sitting at my desk. I have not produced many successful poems at this desk. Nonetheless, I am waiting for a humdinger of a poem to briskly tap me on the shoulder or tug at the sleeve of my dressing gown. Come on, poem, settle in. Put your feet up on my keyboard. The sneaky bastard is dancing around on the edge of my field of vision. I'm staring hard at the surface of my desk for inspiration. The poem has yet to announce itself. There are many superfluous tomes on this desk. There are two unfinished cups of tea on this desk. There are biscuit crumbs, a bottle of vitamins, a letter I have not replied to, and several mysterious stains on this desk, but no poem. <laughs> that was fabulous. Oh, well done. <laughs> Thanks, Savannah. Really I didn't hear the end bit. <laughs> so, um, when are you doing the poem? Like, those were your thoughts, right? About <laughs> the poem. That was the poem, Savannah. I know. <laughs> it was humour. Oh, humour. Um, yeah. That was, a that was really good. Sorry. Thank you. Oh, thank You're you. Welcome. <laughs> that was thanks. Fabulous. 
actually liked describing the desk. I feel like I've seen a real insight. Yeah, into soul. yeah, that's it's funny because I wrote that poem for Girton Poetry Group, and when I read it out, everyone was like, "Yeah, my desk looks like that too." <laughs> 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 I guess the desk of every struggling writer has unfinished cups of tea and mysterious stains on it. Amazing. Mm. <laughs> Inspirational. I like, I like the Thank irony you. of it. That's what I was going for. Because <laughs> most of my poems are kind of not very ironic or humorous. So I I find I find like writing funny stuff really hard. Unlike the gifted Savannah. Yeah, I mean. Good at it. Huh. <laughs> we will see when I do one which isn't just like confidant roasting. Yeah, your horizons. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, real They're people. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I think we have just enough time for one more um, topic of conversation. So, Francesca. Would you like something shallow or a further deep? Let's have something tangent? shallow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyone oh, have any ideas? Prepared topics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can I could always come up with something shallow at moment's request. I mean, we could do something silly like if you had one isolation film that you had to watch every night for the rest of isolation what would it be and why like that's a that fair question i like that you can hmm. be with that as you like hmm. shall i go first okay. I would love yeah. To. <laughs> um yeah that's that's a difficult question because there are a many many good films i would probably it would have to be Indeed. it would have to be something like not too highbrow so that I could watch any mood so mm -hmm. honestly Legally Blonde is really calling to me right now because it is it's the yeah. it's one of the few films that I've managed to watch like multiple times in a month without kind of getting bored of it yeah fair play so probably Legally mm -hmm. Blonde that is Thank a respectable choice very nice Savannah, um, I, I have similar reasoning to Francesca, naturally, of because course. great minds think alike. Of course. Um, I think I would rewatch um, She's the Man. I haven't seen that. No. Me neither. Oh, you're missing out. It's amazing. It's about this. Um, it's based on Twelfth oh, Night, if that helps. Cool. It's, it's a modern day Twelfth Night, so Viola goes she wants to play football but like the school cuts her team so she dresses up as her brother to go to another school um to play football so it has the best things of a of a of a film it has it's funny has football <laughs> it has a really clever plot it's uh it's educational because it's the storyline storyline of 12th night and just has some really really good jokes and it has oh, channing gosh. tatum in wow it's a great, great film. Yeah. I love that. Tan, what's yours? Um, I have a few thoughts, I guess. Um, 
so I guess one of them that I could watch would be maybe something like Inception that like I would need to rewatch multiple times to understand. Oh, that's so smart. So, like, each day I'd kind of understand a bit more and then I'd like eventually figure it out and then people would think I'm really clever <laughs> for figuring it out when actually I've just been so many times that I can it with my eyes closed. <laughs> Um, or I'd watch something chilled out like one of the Harry Potters or like Fantastic uh-huh. Beasts because mm. like it's a good film. Just fabulous. Good nice. Choices. Yeah. Right. Still very well thought out. We're really bad We're at the shallow, aren't we? Clever people. <laughs> oh, no, we shouldn't be. Okay. Okay. Let's. We can revisit the shallowness of last night's conversation, Francesca. So, Tan, have you watched Normal People? I have not. Okay. Well, have you got access to, like, Google or something? Yeah. Okay. Have a look at, type in Connell profile and see what you think of his, the side of his face relative to the front. <laughs> Connell Well, maybe put Connell Normal People profile. Yeah. And there is a picture of, on Google, because we, we Googled this yesterday, um, Francesca's not such a fan of him. Yeah, I profile. like how he looks from the front, but in profile, I think he looks a bit not great. <laughs> I'm just getting images up. He looks, he looks, you know, like masks, like have like pointed masks, like a um, I don't even know what reference, like a like a wizard, not a wizard, a yeah, a wizard. They have like a pointy chin <laughs> I don't think his chin's that pointy no, you have to find the yeah, right there are some time, there are some like see. scenes in normal people where I was just really noticing it where his nose and chin are just really coming to a point <laughs> yeah <laughs> that. That. but I still I really rate him I still think he's good good I do agree in profile he's not as attractive as front on. Yay. Glad <laughs> we all agree. I would definitely agree with you. <laughs> he's got a really lovely smile though. And nice eyes. He does. He's got quite a kind yes, face. Yes, you've say. nailed it. He does have a kind face. Hmm. What is normal people actually about? Because there's so much hype about it, but I, d- I don't really, I don't get it. It's about um, two people called Marianne and Connell, and they, when they're in the last year of sixth form, they start having like a secret relationship because Marianne's really unpopular at school, and so Connell doesn't want anyone to know right. they're together. Um, and then it that's really bad. I know it's very bleak. He's not like the neither of them are that great people some of the time, but underneath they're both yeah. they're both fundamentally nice people, I think. Um, but they just okay. do stupid things and like and very they both really self destructive things. And it's so like it's quite a frustrating book to read or series to watch because you're just like, ah. You could make them so much easier for yourself. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, nightmare. but um, yes, it's about a big deal. 
Oh, oh sorry, continue. It's about like following their relationship through. They go. They both go to the same university, and like their roles are reversed because Marianne suddenly becomes popular, um, and sort of finds her niche. Um, and Connell like has a hard time at uni, and then they both have a hard time. And I think it's just about how, about like trying to find your place in the world. And for for the for them, like their place is kind of very linked to each other. Like they're only really comfortable with each other. Yes, that's my. Okay, it's a, it's a really, really like as soon as you like the first page, the entire book's very, very intimate. But that's only because of the way she writes. It's like, it she kind of launches into it without doing any description of the setting or introducing anyone. It's just straight away like she thought this, she yeah. thought this. It's very like those two are the only two people yeah. in the book, basically. Okay. It's very, very like beautifully. It's written. really easy to read as well. Like it's, it's not, it's not shallow. Like it's very. I would say it's very intellectual, but it's also extremely easy to read. Mm. Like I think I read it in an afternoon. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and they try and do. They try and mirror how like intimate it is in the show. Yeah, the yeah. they did it so well. And, like they did pretty well considering okay. it what the book's like. But yeah. Good. I might have to try and watch it. Defo do. Okay. So people have got nothing out of this podcast so far. Hopefully they will go and, and don't forget to be moist. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. There you go. Be moist. <laughs> Two two unrelated but actually quite similar points to take away from this. I think Connell and Marianne are both moist. I'm writing that as a quote. Yeah, maybe yeah, um, maybe that should be my third year dissertation topic. <laughs> <laughs> or Connell and Marianne moist. <laughs> please yes yes they are and you can use our podcast yep. as a source i would like to give you a quote <laughs> exciting incredible so now that we've sorted your third year disc um i think we'd <laughs> i think we better end the podcast now so we don't reach an hour i think that's a beautiful place to end <laughs> yay <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah we left you we left you hanging there thank you for thank coming you for i hope you enjoyed me. it Fantastic. it was thank so you, good it was and good. you lots of love to you both and to you my darling and to you. no worries thank you yeah and thank bye you, everyone yeah thanks for listening guys you made it <laughs> this is the rest too yeah, please. <laughs> please. Oh, dear. Bye. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>